Introducing Minor Wisdom Quintet. International Thespian Festival. This is Minor Wisdom. Uh, quick plugs. Make sure you are subscribing. Make sure you are tuning in every single week, downloading whatever it is you need to do. Stitcher, iTunes, Google, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. Um, so International Thespian Festival is over. I did not attend this year. Uh, people are probably either on their way back or continuing on their way back or hopefully already back if you flew. Uh, I did not attend this year because, shameless plug, I am doing the Newsies out in the woodlands with a group called Class Act Productions, a group I've been working with for the past 15 or so years. Uh, so come out this weekend. You can look them up on classactproductions.org and check out the show. It's very, very good. It's, it's, it is high school kids, middle school kids, some professionals. We've got some college kids, some college graduates. We've even got some old folk in it. Uh, it's a very good show. Uh, Newsies is fun, you know, all for one, one for all. Anyway, a couple of other plugs, you know, leadership conferences are happening in August through the international, or excuse me, through Texas Thespians, not international. That's what I've been saying this whole time, uh, through Texas Thespians, but make sure you check out the website for that get plugged in ladies and gentlemen this week i've got the destiny miller and destiny miller from bush high school is or has been the past couple of years extremely successful some would argue the most successful director of the past three years because she's been to state now three years in a row and was runner up three years in a row she would tell you that's not good enough and others would tell you that's amazing because we don't get that all the time. She also, if she's not getting enough enough success over the past few years, she just had some kids make main stage at International Thespian Festival. Man, so what a program. Um, and one of those kids is going to be a senior, so she's sticking around. Um, but it's uh, it's kind of an envy. You know, lots of us are envious of the success and rightly so because she's a great person doing great things at Bush High School. You'll hear in the middle of this uh, about 15 minutes into the conversation one of her former students actually comes in to the interview unexpectedly uh, but gladly talked to him Avery Ford and so we picked up the interview when he came in and talked to him a little bit. So you'll hear his voice in the in, in, on the mic as well. Uh, so this is this week's interview after the Groner joke of well with Destiny Miller and then a cameo from Avery Ford. This week's joke, why did the nose not want to go to school? He was tired of being picked on. All right. So we're here with Destiny Miller, um, who you heard on the 12th episode when we did the 12 advancing state directors. Yes. So we have a little bit of your background if you want to go back in the, as they say on other podcasts, the archives, if you will, right? Um and uh but i wanted to like actually you know there are a couple of those directors not all of them a couple of directors that i wanted to 
get more info from. So, first of all, you were runner-up. I was runner-up. too I, soon. Again. Third year in a Third row. Third year in which, a row. Which some people, you know, it's, uh, some people would take that in a heartbeat. But you also have now tasted, you've, you've, it's like, it's like, well, for instance, we just ate pizza, right? So, it's like, uh, it's like when pizza's delivered, you smell it, and you're like, oh, this t- oh, I bet that tastes so good. It smells so good. And then you, but you never get to eat it. Yeah. You never, it's, it's, it's like, it's, or cookies. Cookies are baking in the Ooh. oven and you're smelling it and, and you can, you can taste it, but you don't actually taste it. Is that what yeah. runner up is three years in a row? It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it is. And I think the hardest part is being grateful yeah. about that. Um, and I say that as a former athlete that like, likes to win and I have you know an athletic family I grew up playing sports watching sports all of these things so like winning matters Mm -hmm. in the sense that we are competing Um, and at the same time teaching and teaching my kids and also trying to live through the whole like there are three judges on that given day that's what they saw our job is not to win. Our job is to go out and put on our best show, tell a story, and reach some people in the process. Um, and so we we do a great job of leaving with that, right. of remembering that when it comes down to it, that people saw a story that they had never, <laughs> maybe probably never seen before, much less read before, and we got to expose them to um, our stories. Being a, a majority-minority school, definitely our cast also reflecting that, and yeah. the shows that we have um, brought to state over the last three years also reflect those things. And so to continuously put that type of theater out in front of UIL and Texas over and over again, and for it to be um, digested, obviously, uh, in a good way, to continue to get that far, um, I think is awarding and rewarding in a way that first place, while wanting it, could never do. Like, being able to present our own stories on a stage like that year after year, I think is probably the most rewarding part of the process. The, the, the first place would be great. Yeah. It's like, it's, it, uh, it creates, even though you've been to state three years in a row, it creates, or you've been runner up three years in a row. Those kids can say, I've been to state this many times. Cause you have some that went all three, that went all three years. but you have the, but they still have a chip on yes. the shoulder because they haven't won. And so it keeps them hungry, yeah. and it keeps them working. And when we get newbies into the cast, and they they realize that this process is a little different than the processes that we've done right. throughout the year to to get to this point, right. and um, the way that those kids that have been there yeah. like lead, and then at, when it's all said and done the bonds that are formed, the memories that are formed, because the tears, oh, there was so much. Like at State, but we, we have our whole process, our warm-up process. Um, 
and there's a part in our warm-up process where we there's a song that we play and we walk around and um, and we do this every round but we enjoy each other's presence and kind of support each other because you don't know if that's going to be your last show right and so when when it's at state you know it's your last show yeah. And you have these seniors that have worked extremely hard and you have the people that have never been there that are like, this is what it's like. And it's, it's really special. And to see the people that have gone through it three times, have the, especially when they were seniors, right. have that final moment is, is special. So what do you think, uh, you know, you, well, you had an adjudicator that was, your, uh, was also your adjudicator that critiqued you. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I know that, that just from talking to you, that they were very moved by the story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got uh, Charles Falcone for our um, verbal critique, and he was extremely moved. Um, like personally, like personally it talked moved. to him. Yeah. He um, looked at Sion, who played Hester, our lead. Um, for those of you that didn't see, in the blood, it was a mom that was homeless, um, illiterate, had five kids, and she's trying to get her leg up. And through the process, you see all of the people that continuously take advantage of her and let her down. Um, and what Charles Falcone said to Sion was like, "You are my mom." Yeah. You know, I there were five of us. <clears throat> I've sat in a welfare line, and I. I know what that's, I, I see the struggle and I know yeah. what that's like. And it was, um, it was like you wrote the play in a way. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so we're sitting there, you know, we have, and we're, um, we're so, our feelings are all kind of all over the place because yeah. it's, you know, first runner up again, but also, um, hearing from someone that judged our show that the goal that we actually set out to accomplish the telling of the yeah. story into, um, have somebody walk away feeling something, feeling different change or just seeing themselves in that, to have that stand in front of us and him say that she cried, I cried, half of our cast was just tears right. falling because it was, it was so, it do you, was special. Do you think that that's part of your secret sauce though, is you're, you're, you're choosing shows and I've, I think I've mentioned this on here before, you're not no offense to other people that do shows around the state of Texas, but right. you're not choosing a show where humans are acting like horses right? because we are not horses. Right. We, we have personal stories to tell. Do you think that that's part of your secret sauce? Because the three shows that you have taken to state now, you can, you can see how somebody, if not one actor in that show, maybe multiple actors have lived that life before. Yeah. Even um, your first show with with, with you Ruined. Know, yeah, with Ruin. Um, you've got some kids on stage that maybe they didn't live it, but you know, they have family they've heard stories from their families that probably had similar uh, lives. and some of and yeah. some of them even personally. Um <laughs> I'm secret sauce. No, you know, that's the, I, that's the I wrong know, term. I know, I know, I get what you're cane, saying. Your cane sauce for your UIL when I play. Cane sauce is so good. Okay. Um, I think that... By the way, Canes, if you are listening, you can uh, <laughs> send your money to... <laughs> hey, we'll take everything. You can even send it in the way of, you know, chicken tenders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think what we do that is... 
special, especially for us, is that um, we want to bring humanity to these characters that don't get seen as human. Um, I had a student, she was in Water by the Spoonful, now she goes to Texas State, and she was saying how she got into an argument with her professor about, because he saw the show, and he was like, it was done very well, I just don't agree with the show, because it... Uh, like glor- whose story it was? He, it, he felt like it glorified a crackhead. Oh, okay. And What's wrong she, with that? She, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. she argued with him, she was like, it's not glorifying them, it's right. humanizing them. Yeah. That, you know, although they've made choices that not everybody would make, or that people don't agree with they're still human and they still have struggles but they still have stories to tell and they still matter um and i think that that's what it is for us Mm -hmm. is um taking all of these characters even in their worst states um and making them matter um making the audience see something in them that they see in themselves Mm -hmm. Because I think that's the only way that change can happen. It's easy, um, and I have this—I've had this conversation with uh, a friend. But it's easy whenever you're watching, you know, a 1930 show, and it's racism, and there's the guy that you know is obviously so racist right. that everybody gets to sit back and go, "Oh, that's not me." Mm-hmm. But when you have the person that is like you that has a little something that is off and you're going like, is that me? Mm -hmm. That's me. That's where the change happens. And so, um, and in the blood, like the reverend was a terrible person, but there was something very human about him. The prostitute is, uh, she was a lot, but there's something very human about her. And Mm -hmm. there was something very human about Hester and the way that she loved her kids and the things that she would do for her kids. And then at the end, when she kills a kid, it's like, how did she get to that point? Um, I think it's very necessary, or we've always found it very necessary to make these characters human. Yeah. Um, Because that's how we all relate to each other. Yeah. Is at the very basis of our humanness. So if there was secret sauce, it's that. That's good, though. I mean, because it, it it changes. I think, I personally think, those people that have been around the last three years that have gone to state are starting to kind of reconsider how, what shows they're doing. I mean, even myself, you mm-hmm. know, um, I won't say it on here, but, you know, the show I'm considering for next year mm-hmm. is one of the, is a storytelling show. It's not, it's not uh, Titus Andronicus. You know, it's right. like, it's not, no offense to that show, but, you know, it's just not a show that, um, that is hard to figure out the story. You know, it's it's very surface-based, ready to go. People know it slaps you in the face. Right. I think your show's, as negative as it sounds, slaps people in the face to, like, kind of wakes them up. And I'm here for that. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that is, knowing that is, you, that is, that yeah. is my whole... <laughs> yeah, know, knowing you as, as well as I know you, yeah. No, I, I mean, I get it. I understand... Mm-hmm. When you say I'm doing this show and I see the show, I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's destiny. I mean, like you can tell, there's a style. It was the same with Melanie. Like, yeah. I mean, I knew Melanie's shows, you know, very much. So. Um, and nothing wrong with that. You mm-hmm. just there's a style to it, and it's something you you want to your story you want to tell. So s- switching gears off of UIL, okay. and you and I have chatted about this in the past, not too long ago. Um, 
you have a different way of teaching, right, than, than most people. Yes. It's an effective way, but it's a different way. Um, that is very new school. Um, it deals with that R word called relationships, mm-hmm. which is not something a lot of the old brow, uh, not, not that they don't do that. Right. But they don't, make a nece- they don't necessarily make a conscious attempt to have relationships with students, right? Right. Um, Especially in this day and age. Huh? So it's well, it's yeah, because it's scary. You never know yeah. what's going to go out there. But even I, like, I, I pride myself on relationship building. Yeah. Uh, and my students, sure. Are there things out there on the Internet that, like, if you saw them, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, like, this, this guy's doing or saying what to these kids? And, I mean, they're even – my kids jokingly fall on the ground, right? You know, yes. like when I just when I just like give them like a high five, they pretend like I just beat the heck out of them, right? <laughs> and so they're those, but but they do it out of love, and right. and it's and it's fun, and I know it's fun, and I've never once been, or maybe early in my education process, but I've never once felt like, oh my gosh, I just messed up, right? right. Um, which is kind of refreshing in a way mm-hmm. because there are all of those means to report you, if yes. you will. Lack of better words. Uh, I made a 960 on my SAT, so my vocabulary is not so great. Anyway, um, <clears throat> that's another podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, that was that was a long time ago. But the uh, you're, I've watched from the outside, and again, I've said this to you, how you uh, can very clearly. And so this is the moment that, we are joined by Mr. Avery Ford, the at his time the fifth best actor at his school when he graduated, maybe even sixth. Avery Ford, everyone. So, are you gonna look at it weird? This is yeah. how I talk <laughs> in the microphone. Okay, so as I'm in the middle of asking this question, uh, you've been you graduated two years ago or last uh, 2018. year? 2018. 2018. Okay, so uh, Avery Ford walked in who. Um, the top actor in Fort Bend, uh, for those who didn't know. Who is by far, by far. the most talented All sarcastic state, uh, if I say so myself. Uh, actor to graduate from Miss Miller's program. Yeah, me. Named Avery. Okay. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, let me finish. But anyway, so I was asking her, I was talking to her, and she, you guys can banter off each other, but I was telling her that, that there's a, um, from the outside looking into the program, right, mm-hmm. into, the, into the program at, at Bush, there's a clear, there, there's a jealousy from some people. Mm. I won't name names. Um, but there's a clear difference between work time and play time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you all, as actors and students, understood now we work, and then once work ends, we play. Because you, like, for instance, you you make you hold, you you make pancakes before every contest, right? Yes. So I wouldn't call that work. I mean, you're working, but the yeah. kids don't know that. <laughs> right. uh, but but you know, like you understand, like we can have a little. Let's loosen up, have a little fun, and you even um, social media wise, you're big on social media, mm-hmm. and nothing wrong with that. I mean, you never post anything that's like. Crazy. Uh, crazy, right? You post your kids having fun, but you've also posted your kids working. working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, again, just looking from the outside, it's it's like there are teachers out there that don't know how all that works, but want it. Um, how do they get it? Go. Where's, so that, where's I, that cane sauce? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is I posted um, 
on Twitter not too long ago, well, when I say not too long ago, some months ago, that I've always wanted to be the adult that I needed when I was um, a teenager. Um, And I say that in the sense that um, there are enough adults wagging fingers and saying, don't do this, don't do that. I mean, literally, they get that from every teacher, Mm -hmm. every adult, every adult presence ever. So who do you get to talk to? Sure. Who do you get to, like, open up to about, like, some crazy stuff and then get an adult perspective? Because all they're really going to do is go talk to their other 17-year-old friend and get a 17-year-old unlived, unlearned perspective. Um, so I think the first thing is making yourself available in a non-judgmental way so that they, that, so that the students feel comfortable to come to you um, with issues that they may not come to everybody else with mm-hmm. so that they can get a smart perspective um, and get guidance. I never give advice and say, that's what you must do. And then if they do something wrong or different, then I'm like, aha, but I told you. I mean, they still have to make choices for themselves. They're about to be adults. But guidance is, I think, probably the first step. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think when it comes to, like, a program, I feel like that in, like, conjunction with, knowing when it's time to work and when it's also time to like bring up like the stuff that's going on at the side because we always knew we could go to miss miller but when it was time to work it was time well when did you because she came in in a unique situation where she was pulled from a middle school she was still working at the middle school Mm -hmm. uh not even a feeder right not Uh, even it was yeah so uh when did you know like oh this chick's all right like uh, like was it like instant? Was it almost instant? No, it took it took a minute. <laughs> it took a minute. Um, she she came in for UIL um, auditions, and she kept saying things when we were performing, and like I just wanted to be like, "Hey, Miss Black Lady, can you stop talking?" Yeah. <laughs> My director speaking. Yeah, okay, so yeah, like, yeah. could you just keep it yeah. to the side? You know, but um, it's we like, get it. You look like us. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Take it easy. Okay. <laughs> you know, Miss Sugarland, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, it took, it took, uh, I think it was like after that, we worked that first scene in Ruin. Like, they stayed after, which we had never done before. Like, we had never stayed after ourselves to keep right. working. And they, like, stayed after. And the next day, Michael Duran came up to me and he was like, dude, this lady? She, yeah. And I was like, yeah. well, I can't wait for my scene now, you know? And then it kind of just, like, spread. And then it became, like, the norm for, like, yeah, I get it, rehearsal over, but let's stay and work some more, yeah. you know? Sure. And, like, that kind of attitude, it just, it's infectious, you know, and it kind of just spread yeah. through the program. So what is, uh, like, did, did, did things change when she became your director? Well, you know, when she went from middle school to being hired there? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, um, it was a growing process. Kind of learning what we could and couldn't do. Because our first show, History of Tom Jones, it was kind of like she was like, well, I'm in high school now. Let's just, let's do whatever. Yeah. And, uh, that is not true. That, that's what happened. <laughs> that is not what happened. We, we almost but, got canceled. But, we but. did almost get run. canceled, but we didn't get canceled because I didn't have boundaries. Y'all got, we got canceled because y'all you, thought yeah, you guys, that, yeah. and when I say y'all, I'm not talking about Avery. <laughs> um, there was a situation. But yeah. it, was, it was a situation where 
the, for those of you that know the history of Tom Jones, you know the history of Tom Jones. But um, during rehearsals, there were always times where this would happen. Miss Miller, can we try something? Sure, try something. I'm all about try, show me. And I would go, absolutely not. Or I would go, mm, let me, would, when, the, when the admin come in, pull, we'll pull, let them yeah, see yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so there were definitely parameters and things that I had specifically said no to ended up being done on opening night with right. our principal there. Right. And um, so, yes, we got in trouble for that. But I have to make the statement, Avery Ford, that those parameters were set. Um, but I, I think that for both me and the students, um, it got to being... Um, learning each other and trying to have fun in the process. Because what was interesting is coming in in the middle of their junior year, I wasn't their teacher. Yeah. Right. So I got to be good cop yeah, all the you time. Yeah. Well, you were also grandma. Like you knew they knew you were leaving. You were knew you were leaving. Yeah. Like, so it was like you didn't have to be. The I came over, worked with the kids. Yeah. Send yeah. them back home with their parents. Yeah. Goodbye. Um, and. <laughs> Then during the summer when I told them that I was actually coming, that also allowed us to form great relationships. Yeah. Um, and so coming over um, as their teacher, and then like people, without going into anybody's personal lives, like a lot of people went through a lot of things that year um, and a lot of changes um, that forced them to lean on theater family. Right that um, made us get even closer. Um, I say this all the time, I've said it publicly, Avery's like my child, Right. literally. He's been at college and I've been like, you know what, I have extra 25 bucks, let me cash up Avery. And then he's like, ah, oh, thanks Miss yeah. Miller. Um, <laughs> yeah. To be fair though, he is, like I could see your son, your actual blood son turning into Turning into yeah, Avery. Turning into yeah. Avery. Um, That'd be a good setup for Jackson. Well. <laughs> It's a good goal. Me and, me and Avery's mom, we've I sat. didn't say it was a good thing. Um, I do talk with parents a lot. I have parents that will contact me and say, my child is not doing what they're supposed to do in English, blah, blah, blah. You're the coach. You become a coach, uh, too. Yeah. yeah. And I I have literally, I remember at the end of last school year, um, I had three students that were in an English oh class, and they were running the risk of failing. And so I said, oh, right after school? Y'all will be up there, and don't make me beat you up there. And so when the bell rang, I start walking out the door, and then they look, and they're like, yeah. to get up there. to like. So I have parent support, and them knowing that at the end of the day, yeah. like we are going to get this kid through this process. And then if it's their birthdays, you know, I all the ugly pictures that they take in my phone, yeah. they yeah, get yeah. posted. It gets posted, <laughs> if, and that's um, funny. That's hilarious. We had dance parties during lunch. Um, just so that, like, family means something. Yeah. And that means that if I can have fun with you, if I can look you in your face and we can laugh, then it's a lot easier for you to take criticism from me. Sure. Um, and there were times where I had to get mad and yell. and But there's such a respect factor yeah. that is a, a foundation that has already been laid that that can happen and they were able to come up to me and tell me when they were also disappointed in something that I had said did or something like that <laughs> and I think that that's the other half is knowing that as the adult you're not always right, right. you're yeah. not doing everything yeah. right and you know how to apologize yeah definitely 
because I feel like uh, a lot, a lot of people have felt like in previous director actor relationships that we had had, it was a lot of like, if our director said something, we knew that that was it, and then like there was no like leniency, like if he thought it was right and we didn't think it you was right, you could negotiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like with Miss Miller, it's like she may, we may say something and she'll be like, oh, I don't really think that but that gives me this, and then we'll do this. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that gives me this. And then by the time we're done, like we have like something really good that's a mix of everything, everybody's ideas. Right. You know? So you, you got to get going in a minute because you, know, you actually have a show to direct. But, <clears throat> um, and I'm sure you're, I'm assuming you're staying and actually directing the show, right? Of, of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I wanted to ask, so you know, this year there was pressure more pressure than usual because because the people you had directed previously with were gone. Correct. You know, clean slate. New. You had a new tech director, who ha does not have a one act play background at all. Not a little bit. Didn't even know how to spell OAP. <laughs> um, just kidding. He's amazing. But uh, 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 but did you change how you went about your process a little bit because there was a little more of that pressure? Um, and, um, and they were, you know, the expectations now for the the program were still high, but now it's also individually Miss Miller. So yes, um, uh, <laughs> it's funny that Avery's sitting here because the text he didn't messages, see it though. He didn't yeah, see it, yeah. but he, the text he got messages the story, that sure. he got from yeah. me were, and he's like, "Oh, everything's gonna be okay," yeah, because sure. the pressure was <clears throat> extremely high. Um, under no circumstances did I want um, like our teaching dynamics to change. Like we lost a teacher, gained a teacher, and then if you don't advance, then everybody's like, oh, it must, it must have been be, yeah. that teacher. Yeah. Um, and that's ego and pride, and sure. I'm human, so I have ego and pride. But that's part pride, of the process, that was though. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But I did not want to change what we had done the last two years because mm -hmm. I know that what was implemented the last two years worked. Um, I know what I brought to that, and I yeah. know that that worked. And I think that if I had given in to that ego and changed everything right. um, based on my ego, then I'm not doing a service to the kids. Right. So, no, the process stayed the same, although, you know, ch very huge changes happened last minute. Um, the process itself. Like changing the play. Yeah, like changing the play two weeks before our first clinic, uh, four weeks before contest. Yeah. Um, that we have a formula that works, and not works in the uh, making it to state type way, but making a great show yeah, type of way. Yeah. Um, and so we stuck by that. We made sure we got our table work in. We made sure that this was a collaborative effort. We made sure to send people off with their um, ironic, send them with their understudies and make their understudies work them. Yeah. Um, and those are things that we have always done. So I'm not gonna lie, at district, because Fort Bend's district is tough, Competitive, yeah. um, and whoever leaves district has a really good chance of being at region or state. And so going into district, I was a nervous wreck. I always have nightmares before UIL. Those came more frequently. And getting past district was when we were able as a cast to breathe. Yeah. 
because um, that is, I'm not going to say the biggest hurdle, it's just the first one. Mm -hmm. You just want to know that you have a show at District. Like, have I, do we even have something that makes sense? Yeah. And so for someone to say that we do and that it's understood and that it was, you know, a decent show, um, although I didn't like it at District, <laughs> um, uh, to say that it was a decent show, you know, allowed us to finally sit back, breathe, and then go back to what our product was and then be able to do all the fun things. Yeah. Um, that we like to do with our show because anybody like it's funny because uh, Jay said to us um, at the clinic he's like oh yeah the show blah 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 I know it'll be completely different at district <laughs> and it was and then he's like yeah I know it'll be completely different if I see it again at area it kind of was you're talking about Jay Thomas of Minor yes. Wisdom fame okay yeah <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> honorary <laughs> BTE with the hoodie um, <laughs> yeah he, he, made, he made sure to tell me that he does not have a, a Dulles hoodie <laughs> He's told me that a couple times. <laughs> but, yeah, so the pressure is extremely high, and it continuously is high, because as soon as I walk into, as soon as we got back from state, the question was, so what are you thinking for next year? And I'm like, sleep. That's, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking Good play, for next by the year. way. Good play. Sleep. <laughs> sleep. Great sleep play. Sleep the play. That'd be a <laughs> great so play. And so when we walk in, like, when we hired Michael DeBose, in his interview, state was brought up. That's summer school bell. In his oh. <laughs> in his interview, yeah. state was brought up. Then uh, when he was hired, and it was like I think it was like meet the teacher or something. State was brought up. Yeah. You walk down the hallway, and state is brought up, and we're looking at people like, can we get past district? Yeah. Can can we so can the, we get so to district? It's like it's like it's like putting a quarterback on the field that's never learned how to throw. Like saying, "Good luck, go win." Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, and he's a he's a big quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and the boss is like, "What is state? Like, yeah. Uh, is yeah. state next yeah. week?" Yeah, I live in the state. Yeah, I live. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm, I'm in the state. Yeah. yeah. And it was funny because I was talking to him after district, and it, he was like, "I have never had anxiety oh, yeah. the way that I had." And you could tell. I mean, watching him. Yeah. You know. He was nervous. Oh. Oh yeah. I, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And. Because it, it's a big deal. Yeah. And people put so much stock into it. And, you know, before we go out to awards every time, and Avery can attest to this, is that we have a meeting, a little powwow, and I say, remember what you felt like when the curtains closed. If you were pleased with the show that you put on when the mm -hmm. curtains closed, then the awards don't matter. Yes, we're going to be excited if we advance. Sure. We're going to be sad if we don't. But when we walk away, did we do what we were supposed to do? At District, those curtains closed, and people were not happy. Yeah. Like, our cast was not happy. Yeah. And so that when the awards came and we advanced, and then we got back to work the next week, they understood the work that we needed to put yeah. into because now what they felt was what other people was like, oh, great show, y'all advanced. They were like, no, now we have a chance to yeah. make this what we wanted it to be because I, was, because I wasn't pleased, they weren't pleased, and I liked the fact yeah. that they get to walk away, even advancing, going, that is not the show that we said we were going to put on. Right. And... Um, Going back to the relationship thing that we were talking about, I think that the type of relationship that we have, that I have with my students and that they have with me, um, allows for that type of thing to happen where they get to be upset about a show. 
I get to be upset about a show. We get to talk about it and then figure out how to make it work. Minor wisdom.